Hi and welcome. I'm Mish Pondizio and this is Creating Cadence, a podcast for life and work in motion. For those of you who are new here, please do take a listen to episode one and two. I promise they're short. In them, I explain what to expect from this podcast and why cadence is so important in our modern lives. So on to episode three, in which we'll be looking at ways to create certainty when things are still so uncertain. I created this podcast series to be an accompaniment to an existing monthly online guide that I write. It's called Cadence Life and Work in Motion. Back in March 2020, when I wrote the 15th edition of this guide, it was a big challenge for me because I felt it was very important to get the message in it right for the time. In the UK, we'd been in lockdown for just a few weeks. The world was topsy-turvy and we were beset with fear and uncertainty. I wanted to help. I wanted to offer hope, guidance and support for my readers in a time when everyone was grappling to adjust. The theme of that cadence guide I referred to was about creating more certainty. And I suggested three things we could focus on to help us do that as we started to explore our new pandemic situation. I'm not sure about you, but for me, even though we've survived so much already and we're getting used to the now we're currently in, there are still days when I struggle and have to seek guidance for how to navigate my way through. As I reviewed the words I wrote for that cadence guide a few months later, I realise that they are just as pertinent at this stage of transition that we're in, so I think they're worth reconsidering here and now. Let's zoom out on the situation. It's been upsetting to be separated from family and friends, frustrating and scary to lose work, and devastating to experience the pain, loss and grief accompanying these major changes in our world. But what gives me hope is that the enforced retreat into our homes and into ourselves has in many cases enabled us to become more certain about what matters. In some ways, distancing has brought us closer together. We've been finding joy in the mundane and solace in nature amidst the pain. And whilst it's sometimes been hard to switch off working from home, we've had the opportunity to experience and contemplate different and sometimes better ways of living and working. We've also become more aware of our increased disconnection from the natural ecosystem, of which we're an integral part. Having more time and space, usually taken up by commutes and extracurriculars, has made it easier to take a long, hard look at how we exist and consume, and assess the real cost of this incessant striving for economic growth. By this, I mean that untenable scenario of bigger, better, more, more, more. And now we're entering a new phase of the situation. I won't call it a new normal, because whilst we are trying to get back to a semblance of normal enterprise, there is nothing normal about the situation that we're in. And life as we know it will never be the same, even though we are trying to restart the same behaviours and routines that we had before lockdown. The only thing that is certain is that we will be facing heaps of uncertainty across all facets of our lives for a long time to come. And research is showing that this next phase is causing as much anxiety for people as the initial lockdown did. But even before the pandemic, uncertainty was a thing. It stems from the things we don't know and the things we feel we have no control over. When we feel we have no agency, it can cause anxiety. 
And research shows that too much uncertainty also weakens our brain's ability to deal with stress. We have no control over most of what happens in the world around us. Yet we can still create certainty for ourselves by looking within, by gently managing what we can control, and letting go of what is totally outside of our remit. We can still find ways to progress through this next phase, in spite of not knowing how next week or next year will look. As I alluded to at the beginning of this episode, there's three things that we can work with to help us find our way and create more certainty for ourselves. They are presence, perception and perspective. Let's look at creating certainty through presence. Part of the reason you may have felt so exhausted during lockdown was that we were trying to hold so much in our minds. Things like trying to stay alert to danger, to survive and stay healthy and safe, on top of trying to work, school our children, learn new skills like social distancing in the supermarket, and how to be on a Zoom call with 35 other people. All of it added immense pressure to our cognitive load. Now it's natural for our minds to wander until we bring them back into the present moment. But when we're stressed and anxious, it becomes more difficult to focus when you need to. Uncertainty, fear and anxiety can also take the rational part of our brain offline as we go into survival mode. Based on my own experiences with anxiety, I had to develop several habits and practices, which I still use most days, to support me better. As a result, I'm a really big advocate for mindfulness as a tool to help center and ground us, especially when things feel out of control. Bringing us back into the present reduces our cognitive load, and the way to cultivate presence is through repetition. Think about the practices that you can engage in daily to strengthen your mindfulness skills. Whether it's journaling, yoga, qigong, meditation, or another mindful practice, the aim of repeatedly doing them with conscious effort is so that you can call on them unconsciously when you really need them. In the show notes, I've shared a 10-minute guided meditation by Meg Levy. If you're experiencing a busy brain and want to develop a simple mindfulness practice to help with anxiety, you'll enjoy Meg's super soothing voice. They say in yoga that every day on the same mat is different. The routine can be the same, but every experience of that routine varies. Some days will be great, where everything connects and you feel flow. Some days not so, because your head might not be in it, or your body might be sore. Irrespective of what's distracting you, the most important thing is showing up and getting on that mat, repeatedly. And that's where the practice of repetition helps to bring presence. So if we apply this idea to where we are at right now, we're in a stage where things are opening up and we're getting out and about again. But we're still also having to be vigilant and cautious and keep repeating behaviours that we know will keep us safe, even though the novelty of them has worn off. It seems a little like things are returning to normal, but they are not. We may be totally over the hand-washing, mask-wearing, two-metre routine, but the reality is that we are going to need to keep doing these activities if we want to progress over the long haul. Apart from saving lives, there is actually an upside to repeating these types of tasks that we may usually dismiss as boring or annoying. There's new research in evolutionary psychology that shows that if we repeat actions with mindfulness and curiosity, 
This gives us the opportunity to experience that same activity more fully and to discover new, exciting and rewarding aspects to what might have seemed mundane at first. It's also been found that noticing the new in the same things we do daily can also be a pleasurable experience. If you want to find out more about this research, there's a link in the show notes to a New York Times article by Leah Fessler about the unexpected joy of repeat experiences. So how can you experience curiosity and enjoy those behaviours that may feel stale but which are still essential? To summarise this section, if we want to create more certainty through presence, the practice of mindful repetition can help us to do that. And the bonus is that being more present can also bring us more joy. Next up is the link between certainty and perception. When we look into an unknown future trying to forecast better outcomes, our brains tend to default to seeing the dangers first, which then can create fear barriers that separate us from that future. Matthias Hawkes is a German futurist who wrote a fascinating article about how we might envisage a future post-corona world when so much about the now is uncertain. In the article, he explores how we go about creating a bridge between today and tomorrow. And the short answer to this question is that we need to change our perception of who we are in the today. There's a vast amount of personal growth happening as we build resilience in this situation. If we can connect these better selves that we're becoming with our vision of what we want in the future, then it's easier to bypass the uncertainty so that we can connect our now with our future more readily. In the article, Matthias writes, Change begins as a changed pattern of expectations, perceptions and world connections. Sometimes it is precisely the break with routines and the familiar that releases our sense of the future again. The idea and certainty that everything could be completely different and even better. So consider for a moment, what new habits have you developed or what part of yourself do you need to develop to help you get from today to tomorrow? In the show notes, I've shared a link to an interview between Elizabeth Day and Mo Gardot, the author of Solve for Happy. In the interview, Mo shares many helpful and sensible approaches for creating certainty when things are so uncertain. So it's possible to create certainty by changing our perception both of what we're capable of and how we see ourselves in a potential future that we can help to create. We need a clear view of the bigger picture to do this, and we're not going to get it by seeking counsel from hyped headlines and sometimes fake news. Developing our ability to be certain boils down to being present and using our perception to help create a different perspective. So essentially, certainty comes from within. When we work on ourselves to become who we want and need to be, we can be certain of one thing, that we have what it takes to make and reach our future, whatever we want that future to look like. To make a better future, nothing matters more than this moment, and we have the power to change what is in this moment. So who, how, and what do you want to be in this moment, irrespective of what's going on around you? 
Thanks for listening. If you want to be notified when new podcast episodes drop, then do sign up to my monthly online guide via growthsessions.co forward slash cadence. The link is also in the show notes. And if you subscribe, it gives you access to a free training resource. If you really enjoyed this episode of the Creating Cadence podcast, I'd appreciate it if you could please rate and review the podcast on your channel of choice. Apparently, it helps other people to find the podcast. So until next time, do take care of yourselves, show up with love, and keep moving forwards. Bye for now.